What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I'm your host, Johnny K. What up? What's good? What's good in the hood? Maybe you're not in the hood. Maybe you're in the suburbs. It doesn't matter. I love you. All right, before we get started, subscribe to the Jonathan Kogan Show wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, some other app. It doesn't matter. Subscribe. Stay up to date. This should be as close to a daily podcast as possible. Got some things going on in the personal life, but let's get right into it. Don't worry, we'll get back on track. We never veer too far away from the center. I don't know what that means, but it sounded good. Okay, so first things first, Trump gets indicted, okay? Half the country's like, I don't even think it's half the country, but like people are cheering it on. This is amazing. We should absolutely jail the political opponent of the opposing party to the party that's in power that is the lead candidate to run in an election against the person in power. Okay, let's let me all right, let's do a hypo, hypothetical real quick. If I said to you, hey, listen, 15 years ago I go, listen, there's this country, and they elected, they they they're a democracy. They love democracy. And in order to save democracy, the person in power, so a person became their president, all right? Then they had an election and that guy lost to someone else. And when that person came in power, he indicted the person who used to be president like 700 times so he can't run for presidents, for, to run against him in the next, in the third election to be president. And they're going to try to put him in jail. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that's not America. Thank God we have our constitutional republic. Thank God we don't have that stuff. That would just be a, I don't know, a banana republic or something that's just, I don't know, some country we don't know about in Africa. No offense, Africa. I love Africa. I'm very bullish on Africa. But that's what you would say. Some small country in Africa. Oh, my God. So you got someone who's over, you know, they're, they're taking away democracy and bam, he's trying to be a dictator. But no, people are so uninformed and know so little about history. It's fascinating. And you wonder how these things happen, you know, how, uh, you know, the Bolsheviks took over, how how they have these revolutions, all right? And then how one party becomes, you know, so powerful and they eliminate their opposing party. Well, my friends and listeners and whoever, this is literally how it happens and it's happening in front of your eyes. I do not support politicians of any kind, Okay. I don't support Donald Trump. I don't support Joe Biden. I don't support anybody that's a politician. Why? Because I don't trust any of them. They're all crooks. All right? So I trust none of them equally, which is as if I trust, if it's a one out of 10 scale, it's a one. All right? This is an apolitical show. I'm here to just tell you the truth. And the truth is when you have someone who was president, who lost to the person who's in power. And now the person in power is trying to jail that opponent who's going to face again, potentially. That is not good. You should not cheer that. Because just think that if you are cheering that, let's say that that person who's trying to get jailed actually somehow wins. And then he does the same thing on his opponents and jails them and then becomes a real dictator. You won't be cheering. So if you don't like it on the op. If you can't change your parties around and you don't approve the opposite way, then you shouldn't approve this way. Okay? Like it's like it's like that that you you, you shouldn't want to 
build something that you'd be scared of your enemies having. You understand? Another cool thing, by the way, a little side note that I heard today, which is think about all the content you consume today. All the content you consume today. I bet you all of it was produced in the last 24 hours. How insane is that? That's insane. I just heard that. That was like mind blowing to me. Maybe that's not true for you, but I think it's true for a lot of people. So let's play uh, some of this video of Jack Smith. But before we play that, if you're watching this on YouTube or Rumble, obviously subscribe to the channel. But I want to, um, I want to uh, show something interesting here, which is we got Jack Smith. Oh, oh, here we go. We got Jack Smith here on the screen. This is special counsel Jack Smith. You can see his face. We're going to play it shortly. And if you look up Beard, Coach Beard from Ted Lasso, is that his little brother? Look at this. Look at this man. Look at this guy. In Ted Lasso, if you're not, if you can't see this and you're listening to it, please Google Beard Ted Lasso. And then look up Jack Smith. And please tell me they're either the same person or they're brothers. And when he talks, they both have that little lisp, I feel like. So, yeah, that was very important to share. All right, let's listen to Jack. Now, uh, I'll make remarks on it in a second. No, I'll make remarks on it now. What you're about to hear is the weirdest speech. It sounds, <laughs> it doesn't sound like a legal, it sounds like it's propaganda mixed with making you believe a certain way. I think Scott Adams had a great, he had a great tweet about this, how everyone can see what's going on now, but some people don't. But it's like, it's almost like a, a speech for like the Democratic Party, like a partisan, it's weird. Just listen, just listen. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. As described in the indictment, it was fueled by lies. Lies by the defendant targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the U.S. government. Side note, why do they, ha why do they have to go so far and say that 2020 was the most secure election in history and that lie, if you associate any, there was, in fact, no, this was the first election ever where no ballot was a dead person. No ballot. It was perfect. It was ran perfectly. There were zero errors. And if you believe it, it's based on lies and you're a far-right extremist. Every other election contested by all sides, you know, 2016, you have like 20 minutes of video of the Democrats saying, you know, we should get, uh, we should send it back to the legislature, which is what Trump was doing, by the way. He was just sending, you could send it back, the vice president could send it back to the states and then the states can, and can vote with different electors, but they're changing it to make you think that he was overthrowing the election. It's unbelievable. And the propaganda machine is still working on a lot of people to not be able to see through that bias. Like, I'm no fan of either party. I'm no fan of Trump, no fan of Republicans, nothing. But I can still see the truth. How can you not? We'll get into the details in a second, but let's listen to the speech. This is amazing what he says up here in like 10 seconds. The nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. The men and women of law enforcement who defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th are heroes. They are patriots and they are the very best of us. They did not just defend a building or the people sheltering in it. They put their lives on the line to defend who we are as a country and as a people. 
they defended the very institutions and principles that define the United States. Since the attack on our capital, the Department of Justice has remained committed to ensuring accountability for those criminally responsible for what happened that day. This is so sketchy. By the way, I'm hoping, my hope is that now that they've gone this far, I hope that somebody has those those tapes, right, that, that Tucker Carlson had. Hopefully it goes open source. Someone, you know, an ethical hacker makes it open source so everyone can see it, something like that. And then somehow we get a view of when Ray Epps, you know, whispered in the guy's ear and then he, had, you know, threw down the police officer and went over the barricades, even though, you know, he was just trying to save democracy that day. And he's like, he's like the greatest human ever to live, even though he literally was the lead insurrectionist person, if that's what you want to call it. But anyways, you shouldn't say anything because you're a conspiracy theorist. But we get a view of the other direction that's facing the crowd and we see like coordination or something and we see like a hundred fbi agents coordinating with each other all doing like symbols like it's like a like a football play and then they all do the same action i'm if that happens now i think the, the whole thing's going to crumble if if it's fully exposed then now it was a hundred percent a setup and they went this far i'm scared for the country man i'm scared let's listen to a little bit more of this this case is brought consistent with that commitment, and our investigation of other individuals continues. In this case, my office will seek a speedy trial so that our evidence can be tested in court and judged by a jury of citizens. In the meantime, I must emphasize that the indictment is only an allegation and that the defendant must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. I would like to thank the members. Of okay, that's enough of that. But remember when Nancy Pelosi tweeted that uh, Trump will be, have his day in court to prove his innocence, and then it got community noted, and it's like, oh, by the way, in America, you're innocent till proven guilty. <laughs> and she says, you'll be able to go to court to prove his innocence. It's like, unbel- everything's twisted. So speaking about this topic, and I mentioned Scott Adams, I think he had, let's see if I can find it in real time. Scott Adams is the uh, creator of Dilbert, you know, like the uh, cartoon. That used to be a newspaper, so he got canceled. Um, oh, by the way, this is amazing too. Yeah, this is amazing. We're going to get into this first. So you want to talk about how things line up and how just weird this is. Check this out. This is amazing. Ready? The timeline is actually incredible. I mean, come on. Ready for this? On March, listen to this. This is unbelievable if you're not looking at this. Ready? On March 17th, Hunter admits laptop is his. The next day on 318, Trump indicted. Then on June 8th, the FBI doc shows that Biden was allegedly bribed, the $10 million bribe. And that was on June 8th. On June 9th, Trump is indicted. On July 26th, the Hunter plea deal collapses because they try to get in that paragraph 15 that gives him full immunity and the judge caught it. That was on July 26th. July 27th, Trump indicted. Ready for this? July 31st, Devin Archer testifies about how Joe Biden knew of Hunter Biden's business dealings, talked on the phone with, you know, the Ukrainian Burisma people. That was on July 31st. On August 1st, the next day, Trump indicted. So that is one, two. What are the odds of four events that look bad on Biden slash Democrats and all these intelligence officials who covered this all up. 
that immediately the next day, on all four occasions, the immediate next day on all four, Trump received an indictment. That is unreal. I mean, that is unreal. That is crazy. That's unbelievable. I mean, that is un... Come on. Does that make you a conspiracy theorist? Just like point that out. Um... So let's see if I can find it real. That, that's insane. Unbelievable. It's so sick. Uh, so he says, uh, oh, yeah. So CNN, by the way, uh, U.S. credit was downgraded. Did, did you not know that? Because it happened the day before um, uh, Trump was indicted or the day Trump was indicted. So, you know, just just go over that. Bidenomics, baby. Bidenomics, we got downgraded from AAA to AA. The United States of America. We are less credible now. Okay, Fitch downgrades U.S. debt. Now listen to the headline from CNN, ready? Tell me if you could spot the propaganda. Fitch downgrades U.S. debt on debt ceiling drama and the January 6th insurrection. So the CNN is now blaming the U.S. credit downgrade on January 6th. (laughs) That's unreal. That is unreal. Oh my gosh. It's unbelievable. So he said, uh, the machinery of government has become visible. There's this pattern. The Biden family business, media brainwashing, and so much more. We see it all now. And that's talking about the pattern uh, that we were just referring to, that every time something happened with Biden, uh, the next day Trump was indicted on every single occasion. And people are falling for it. I mean, it's unbelievable. They're falling for it. Like, come on, man. This is ridiculous. You don't. You just need to be open-minded and apolitical and seeking the truth. It's crazy. Literally, the current administration is touting Bidenomics when people are just being laid off. The biggest trucking company just is bankrupt. People are going to try and refinance their loans. They won't be able to. People are, like I said, losing their jobs. Businesses are struggling. And the U.S. is downgraded. Fitch downgrades the credibility of U.S. debt. And we're told this is the best, this is Bidenomics, this is the best economic landscape we've ever been in. But if you listen to people who really know what they're talking about, they're like, storm's coming, baby. We are in a Category 5 hurricane and we're about to see what's going to happen. I mean, this is going to be unbelievable. Either it's the ultimate gaslight. It's the ultimate gaslight. If you haven't been gaslit enough in the past two years, this is just gaslight on gaslight on gaslight. It's insanity. It's crazy. Man, I just, you know, I had more hope in the people, in society. I thought people could see through propaganda a lot easier. But man, it's been tough to get people to see this because they, you know, the mainstream that says you're far right, you're in, we know that's not true on this podcast, but it's, you know, it only helps to a certain degree. It's unbelievable. It really is truly unbelievable. So, that's what's going on. So basically, anytime something happens with Biden or Democrats, Trump will be indicted the following day. And if that happens every time, you win the lottery. You win the lottery. So um, next, Ukraine. Um, babies. So what are they doing with the babies here? So Swiss. Here, let's pull this up. I got a little video here, and I'll read it. This is from the Gray Zone. This is unbelievable, too. This is just crazy. Swiss-based surrogacy company Biotexcom is cashing in on the financial desperation of Ukrainian women while receiving protection from Kiev and the West. Baby farming is so lucrative, the company has built bomb shelters for local women, women leasing their wombs to affluent foreigners. 
So, and then there's an article, which we're going to do next, on how NATO proxy war has consolidated Ukraine as the world leader in surrogacy, a practice banned in poorer Asian countries. The industry was valued at over $14 billion in 2022 and is projected to grow by around 25% annually. So this is a minute 41. Uh, it's a translation on top, but uh, take a listen. Now I will show you our bomb shelter where we will transfer our clients and their newborns in case of the outbreak of hostilities in Kiev. Let's go. Here is a toilet. Here we have a first aid kit. There are all the medications needed to administer first aid. Here you can see gas masks. There are instructions on how to use a gas mask all over the shelter. This bomb shelter can hold up to 200 people who will feel comfortable here. Here is our sitting and bedding zone. There are sleeping bags and beds. It's possible to sit or lie here. We have enough sleeping bags and gas masks for everyone who will stay here. There are shelvings with food, as well as tableware, napkins, diapers, and all the stuff needed for babies. Newborns will feel comfortable here. Everything needed can be done here. Here is our children's area. Here we can place newborn babies. There are special cots prepared for them. There are also cribs for a bit older babies. You can see that babies feel absolutely comfortable here. We have everything needed. Diapers, cribs, blankets, clothes, food, everything needed. So the elites, they love anything that involves humans. Think about it, like humans, you know, like we play with like, like cards or like, you know, just other objects. They, they, they're so high up. They, they, humans, it's humans they deal with. So it's like forced labor by certain women with surrogacy or it's human trafficking and trafficking children and all this crazy stuff. Like, I don't understand the logic here. Just tell me the argument for this. Why are people, what's the argument for people being for having an open border where women are raped to get into the country by the cartels? Children are trafficked and given to absolute strangers and middle-aged military men come from countries who hate us with potentially from prisons and state asylums, whatever, come into the country, they, they get a court date for like 10 years from now and then they never show up and they do whatever they want in the country. What is the, I don't get the, I'm open to all discussions, but I haven't heard a valid argument of why you would want 7 million of those people. Why do you want tens or hundreds of thousands of kids being trafficked, first of all? Why do you want women being raped and robbed? And why do you want military-aged men come from places like China that you probably also want to ramp up defense budget for because we might go to war with them? So you want to ramp up defense budget because you think they're a threat. So you know you want to deter war, yet you let the middle the 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 young men come into the country illegally where you know nothing about where they scatter around the U.S. and they can just destroy something from within. What's the logic? How does this help? How does 7 million people we know nothing about coming into the country where we know there's rape, we know there's children being trafficked, we know there's women being trafficked, we know cartels are running the game. Why is that a good thing for the country? I just don't understand the argument. I don't get it. 
Like, I can't even think of a possible argument. Like, what is it? It's like, what? It's the weirdest policy of all time. How could any country be like, yeah, that's fantastic. We should absolutely do that. In fact, to be a successful country, we should have no borders. So therefore, we're not, what? I'm not even, like, I'm saying we should have the best legal immigration process of all time. Anybody who's talented and is like doing startups or business, we should recruit the hell out of them. We should get all of them. I'm uh, everybody clean up everybody who's smart working hard doing something I want all of them I don't care where they're from I don't care the background let's take every single one but the illegal ones that are being emptied out of like prisons in their countries insane asylums that are part of the military of other countries people with diseases that we don't know why like what I just don't get it it's it's weird like it's really weird a lot of these policies that I never hear arguments for why do you like children being trafficked why is that cool why is that cool? I, I don't get it. We, we're, this is the probably the biggest pro-human podcast in the world. Definitely top one. And uh, it just blows my mind that not everyone can get behind protecting children. I thought that that would be the one thing we all get behind. Protect children. Man, was I wrong. People have lost not only their souls and their minds, their moral compasses, everything. You know why? Because they put fluoride in our water and it drowns out your thinking, your critical thinking ability, and then you can't revolt. All right. They're dumbing us down. They're making our attention spans two seconds. And they're basically just putting TikTok and all this stuff in front of our faces. And before you know it, you're in a pod eating bugs. And that's it. That's it. Happily ever after. Man, I'll tell you what. I'm grateful for when I grew up and I got to live in a city before all this crazy tyranny and stuff. And now I see videos in New- of New York where there are like, uh, it's on 40. It was on outside of Roosevelt Hotel. I believe it was. Uh, it was east. It was on 45th Street, so Midtown, and I want to say like Third Street. And there's like hundreds of illegal immigrants outside because they ran out of room. And now they're talking about putting illegal immigrants because there's so many of them in New York in Central Park. Soon, all the public areas will be filled up, and it's just not going to be the same. You can't live in New York safely. I mean, even uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, let me get this right. Even she tweeted it. Hell, I'll play it for you. Because I think we should listen to someone like this, perhaps. You know? Yomi Park, who escaped, uh, I don't know, uh, North Korea, is the one warning everything that is being done now are the same tactics that North Korea used. Uh, maybe we should listen to her, no? Maybe she's a conspiracy theorist. She says, who knew that the place I escaped to from North Korea was a lawless insanity, NYC, where do I go from here? Question mark, question mark. I'll play it. There's not a lot of sound, but here it is. This, this is the video. And I'll explain to you. They're behind like, you know, the concert barricade things, those temporary walls. And they're against the wall. Oh, it says uh, Vanderbilt Avenue and 45th. And they go around the corner. Oh, my God. They go around the corner. They're all just laying there. Uh it, it's out. They're all outside of this bar that's now temporarily closed on Google Maps. It says because I looked it up because I saw the sign. I mean, hundreds of them, just right on the street where people are walking, tr- trying to get to work. These are people who illegally came in the country, and they're in New York City. What? I don't understand. What? It, how? Who does this benefit? How does this even benefit them? The whole thing's insane. The whole thing's insane. I really don't get it. Someone can maybe help me. I don't know. Another good clip here. Uh, Balaji uh, tweeted this, and it's a really good. Uh, it's a good tweet. 
He says, you can't fight your factory. And this is a clip that I'm going to play that uh, says it's very complicated to pull supply chains out of China. Says, ready? Ready who says this? Raytheon CEO, Greg Hayes. Raytheon CEO is the military industrial complex for the United States. Our defense. Listen to what he says. I think what is important for the American people to understand is the relationship with China. We have to find a way to get along. There is a codependency whether it's rare earth metals, whether it's pharmaceutical precursors. Again, $500 billion of trade comes from China to the U.S. every single year. So while we talk about pulling supply chain out of China, resourcing out of China, I would tell you it's very impractical. We've been de-risking for a couple of years, making sure that we have second sources for critical componentry. But unlike Russia, where we pulled out two weeks after the invasion last year, we shut down our factories, we pulled our people out, and we completely uh, cut off any uh, contact with our Russian customers. You can't do that with China. Too big, too important, and too necessary to the U.S. economy. We can't defend ourselves because we need parts from China. Is that incredible or what? Unbelievable. Who set up this system? Bunch of stupid, incompetent elites? Yeah, I guess so. Aaron Mate said, when Trump calls for prosecuting political opponents, it's a grave threat to democracy. When Biden does it, it's to defend democracy. And I said, so confusing. I also said, you want the government to have the least amount of involvement as possible. Why? Because the government has a monopoly on violence. It's unbelievable. By the way, I think they got Lyra Gonzalo. little side note. Uh, he was trying to flee to Hungary to be safe. And then this video came out. Uh, that base 20 seconds. That basically says, we got him. Just listen. It's very sad. Here we go. Yet. There's a reason you haven't heard from Gonzalo Lira yet with his so-called attempts at asylum in Hungary. It's because the state security services, better known as the SBU, are some of the most talented and focused law enforcement agents across the globe. And in doing so, they knew where Gonzalo Lira was. There's a reason. So Gonzalo Lira is an American who lives in Ukraine, who is guilty of wrong speak. He was criticizing the Ukraine regime. You can't criticize Ukraine. Are you out of your mind? It's a democracy. You can't criticize democracies. <laughs> what do you think this is? Democracy? You're you silly, silly man. And, um, you know, he has a big YouTube channel, decent social media uh, presence. And, uh, that, you know, they basically want his videos taken down. They want him off the internet. They arrest him. He was held in prison. He gave a couple of videos, told us all about it, was tortured and was trying to flee to Hungary, and, you know, he has young kids, and they got him. And uh, I'll probably never hear from him again, because in a democracy, you cannot critique it. Side note, this is true, and I did this. I said this yesterday. I have a bunch of new mosquito bites, and when I look at them, all I can think about is if Bill Gates vaccinated me. That's true. That's straight up true. That's how I feel. And, um, you know... I think that's all I got for today, but I want it. Oh, and here's another good poll I did. Ready? I did a poll to combat climate change. What should you stop first? Farming or war? Because they seem to think the elites think farming. You should shut down food production first and, and increase war. Okay. If you really cared about climate change, maybe you would investigate the Nord Stream pipeline, which was the most uh, carbon to be released in the air of any event ever. And war, I would imagine, tanks, bombs, all this stuff, I would imagine that's not good for the environment. But you're focused on cows burping, and so you want to eliminate cows. 
So if they really cared about climate change, would they look at war first or farming? What do you think? I think you'd probably look at war. But no, they want to increase that and decrease farming. They want to control your food. They want to control the money. And like I said, you'll be in a pod. You'll have a universal basic income and you will comply yourself into slavery and you'll be told in order to be free, you must be a slave. And in order to be happy, you must own nothing. And that's it. That's your life. Hope you're excited for it because people are cheering it on, baby. Um, and then I thought this was a good point too. Uh, you know, it's just so interesting what's what's happened the past couple of years with censorship and, you know, what's protected speech, how one political party can do whatever they want. The other political party can't do anything. One political party can have supporters, you know, blow up stuff and burn down buildings. And the other ones uh, go to the Capitol. Everybody gets arrested except the guy on camera saying we need to go into the Capitol. We need to go into the Capitol. That, that guy gets 60 minutes and uh, protection somehow. And uh, a lot of things happen to shape the narrative online to make it seem authentic. And one of those things was, it just so happened when Biden was um, running for president, YouTube changed a feature where you could you used to be able to see the down count and the thumbs up. They took away the thumbs down because it wasn't working so well and it looked very sketchy. And that was coming up on the election and you know, there's that whole thing. This is Patrick Bad David, minute 33 seconds saying this about it. I thought this was really good. I remember when they changed one of my favorite things about YouTube. I don't know if you like this or not. I loved it when you could give a thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love the thumbs down yeah. thing because I'm like, we would do a video. I'm like, damn, I thought this was a good video. They hated this video. You know, you know, the ratios was so bad with thumbs down to thumbs up. Biden's videos. I don't know if you remember this. Okay. Dude, when he was campaigning, it was like 28,000 likes. 600,000 dislikes. Yeah, it was bad. Like every video's <laughs> like it was bad. to dislike ratio was astronomical. It got so bad. And out of nowhere during election, they said, uh, due to mental and anxiety for kids, we're going to get rid of thumbs down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So feelings yeah. over logic. Yeah. Well. So, you, you know, some of this stuff maybe for me where YouTube is sitting there saying Twitter's becoming real competition. We the last thing we want is the government to start investigating some of our emails on what we did and what if this stuff leaks. Yeah, that could and, be a theory. And check, if, if we're going to talk about cheating, the FBI working with the White House, and or, or just do to, to censor stories and don't put out. You know, the, the how many was it? Eighty percent of voters or, or seventy five were like, if we knew about the Hunter Biden laptop and what Biden, everything that's coming out right now, we wouldn't have voted for him. That's if we're going to talk about interference and cheating. The guy that's sitting in right now, and I know you're not a, you're not a fan. Nope, I don't think anybody at this point is. But that is hands down cheating with with the Department of Justice. And now it's it's like man, eh, nobody nobody really cares. But I mean, I mean, you can't argue that that's definitely election interference. <laughs> I mean, you have like 51 intelligence officials saying it's Russian disinformation. They knew it wasn't Russian disinformation, and then they censored that story from the New York Post, like the third or second oldest uh, newspaper in the country that was about the story of a candidate before the election of having this massive corruption. And you're told it's Russian disinformation. It was all a lie. They knew it was a lie and they suppressed it and censored it on social media. Like never before that is, you can't argue that that's not, I mean, that's so if he says the, if the claim, if Trump's saying there's election interference that you unbite, like that's true. You just call it what it is. We just call things what they are on this podcast. I don't know why that's so difficult for people nowadays. That obviously is election interference. I'm not saying anything about the outcome. I'm just saying that act is obviously election interference. I don't know how you can argue that. That's a fact. Okay? It's a fact. All right. Um, 
Jack Smith also admits to making false claim to court in Trump case, but <laughs> special counsel Jack Smith's teams made a startling omission in its case against former President Donald Trump, acknowledging in a new court filing that it failed to turn over all evidence to Mr. Trump's legal team as required by law and falsely claimed that it had. But that's in order to save democracy. And in order to save democracy, you must subvert democracy and you must create a dictatorship in a one-party state and turn California into the United States of America. Gavin Newsom will be your next president, baby. Get pumped up for it. Ow! Why the hell? I don't know. That's probably what they do in California. I don't know what they do in California anymore. Who knows? All right, everybody. Please subscribe to the Jonathan Kogan Show. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and the Rumble channel and Twitter at KOGZ. Good follow. And I will be with you tomorrow. And we got to get this podcast back on track covering everything. We may be on the verge of a massive credit event in the economy. Please keep your eyes out. Please pay attention to what's going on. We may have entered a massive credit event. Okay. I will be covering this in great detail coming up, but we might've just started the downfall, baby. Don't fall for the Bidenomics and all this gaslighting and there's banks crumbling and going under all over the place. Just please be aware. We're on the verge of a massive credit event. And we will cover it here in detail. I love you. Wherever you are in the world, please share this with two people. That's all I ask. Two people. We need to make this thing go even bigger than it is right now. Two people. And we're all on the same team. We love one another. We support one another. And we are creating our own systems outside of these centralized institutions. And we are going to make humanity great again. Okay. That's all I got. God bless. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.